so uh what about you guys any type of assistance that was given to the teachers during this time um i mean i think that this is a little bit of a tough question for me to answer because i know that this looks different in in other schools and in different schools um so for me our the biggest assistance that we got is that we we had a really good training at the beginning of the year on how to teach digitally um and we've been able to utilize that training at the middle school level quite a bit um i do know that other schools have like teacher assistants or parapros that help with juggling in person and online students um but for us um even though we have some students back in person um we do not have a lot like right now i think we have 5 um out of the entire middle school so we are still teaching um digitally even with those like five kids in person because the majority of our kids are are online um and so they're like they're in person and we are available to help them and assist them but they're still getting their instruction online um so it's been i've been fortunate to where i don't have to split my my way my my instructional method in different ways um if that makes sense yeah it does actually are you kind of wanting to my next question because i was going to ask if you guys are, are back in school cuz i know every state mm-hmm. is different and every school is different some people are back in class mm-hmm. some are not i know some went back and then now they are back to virtual um but you just mentioned so you have five kids in class and then the rest online how yeah so so when they're in class so i can only speak to the to the middle school level um So right like we have 95 students in middle school um approximately 95 uh maybe maybe 96 but either way we have about you know 90 something kids in middle school but only 5 of them are in person um in the spring we will actually welcome a couple more students back i think we will be up to 19 um but even so the majority have chosen to remain online Um so with that being said our kids are we we split up those students um and they will be with uh with one teacher pretty much the whole day um and essentially they will still be doing their their schooling online but at the very least like they'll be in the same class with some of their peers and they can interact with them a little bit um but really you know they're still getting all of their instruction pretty much online because um it's still like 80% of them are virtual so we it makes more sense for us to to cater to our virtual students um than for us to try and split half and half um also i think it's important to mention yeah. that there is only like because of the size of our school we have our middle school team teaches 6th, 7th and 8th grade. So, we've got one teacher for science, one teacher for social studies, one teacher for language arts, one teacher for um for in my case Chinese um and one teacher for math. So, it's not like in other middle schools where we can say like oh this teacher teaches the virtual students, this teacher teaches the in-person students. Like we don't have the the manpower i guess to do that. So 
Um, that's why I think it's also kind of unique in that we have to make decisions that I guess affect the majority of our students and kind of cater it to to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. And you guys are staying safe and are getting all the proper uh, precaution plans of staying. Yeah, I mean, I think the good thing right now, like I said, is that we don't have a lot of kids. So, um, at you know, at most, I have three students in my room at any given time, and then they're pretty spaced out. <laughs> and then anytime they leave the room, they wipe down the area that they're sitting in, um, and they don't really switch seats. And um, they're also in masks the whole time, except during lunch. Um, but, but yeah, for the most part, I feel pretty, pretty safe, um, with the, with the kids, Ooh, yeah, with the kids that are here. So, Quina, let me ask, um, how did it make you feel when they sent you guys back to school without a proper precaution plan? Um, so I think the scary thing is that it's not a matter of if schools and students will get COVID, but when they will get it, um, especially when you put that many bodies close together. Like statistically, someone probably has it. Um, So it gets really tough when there were a lot of questions that were being asked in July and then there were just very little answers that were given. Um, That month was especially difficult with pre-planning and trying to figure out how all of this would look. Um, And it's understandable just because the school boards were trying to figure it out and they didn't really have the answers and things on the school administration level were changing pretty much daily. Um, And so nobody just like had a plan. So it would be like if, you know, if, if certain classes had to quarantine, like how, you know, how far does that reach? Is it any teacher that comes in contact with those kids also have to quarantine? Well, then who is going to be subbing for those teachers if they're out? Um, So I guess, The good thing is, is that as far as my school is concerned, we haven't had a case at our school. Um, Part of it is, you know, due to the fact that most of our kids are still online. Um, But in hearing from other schools, you know, just knowing that other classes that have had to quarantine, um, that has been incredibly disruptive to just the overall teaching aspect. And I'm, you know, I'm hearing this from fellow teacher friends who teach in in public schools. Um, So you think about just kids in classes having to to quarantine for multiple days and then switching between in-person and online instruction and just how disruptive that disruptive that is for kids, um, especially the younger ones who really thrive on, you know, routines um, and, and just knowing what to expect on a, on a daily basis. So I know that there's a constant need for subs, um, but there also aren't a lot of subs that are willing to work during the this pandemic because a lot of the substitutes that we would normally hire are you know retired teachers who are typically in in the high risk category um so a lot of it is still kind of just figuring it out as we go but i do know that those are some of the the challenges that we're you know still facing um even though we've been in school since august well, I'm grateful that your school kind of um, hasn't had a case because, as you say, you guys only have six teachers. So mm-hmm. I would just imagine if people had to quarantine, right? that would be more intense, especially with, as you just said, subs. It's kind of hard to get subs right now. Absolutely. So that would have been draining on top of draining. <laughs> yes, yes. So, and I think the good thing, though, is that you know, if there are teachers that are not feeling well, and and if it's not, you know, from COVID, the thing about 
my school being mostly online is that you know if we aren't feeling well we can still teach from home if we if we're able to um and so that has at least alleviated some of that stress in in making sure that we show up to the building even if we're not you know feeling 100% that day that's nice well i'm glad you all are staying safe and there's not been a case and i hope it stays that way i hope so too <laughs> So um, if I ask you, you as a teacher, what has been the most difficult to all this for you as a teacher? Um, I think just initially it really was just the being on Zoom with my kids um, for, you know, <laughs> seven hours a day. Because um, Zoom fatigue, I think, is, is pretty real, you know. Um, I mostly miss the interactions with my kids. I don't know, you know, I don't necessarily miss the the middle school drama <laughs> that they always have um but i do miss you know talking to them and and just interactions with them because talking to them through a computer is not the same um and especially lately my eighth graders have become more self-conscious and more camera shy and they would rather you know chat in the chat box than unmute themselves and talk and that's you know, it's not really, it's not really how normal interactions work. Um, so, you know, I'll ask a student a question and then they, you know, they, there's like a, a lull or like a silence and then they'll respond in the chat. And then it's, it's, you know, for, sometimes it's just like I'm talking to myself. And, um, you have to stop, read, respond and stop, right, read, respond. Right. And so that I think has been the thing that I miss the most and I think is the most difficult is that I don't and I don't want them to grow up not like being afraid to have conversations either you know um but it is like kind of an awkward time for them you know they're like 13 and 14 there some of them are like just hitting puberty (laughs) and they're you know more (laughs) self-conscious of themselves I guess um but that's mostly my eighth graders. My sixth and seventh graders are very, they're very vocal still. So that's a good thing. <laughs> At least you have one group who's still mm-hmm. talking to yeah. you. <laughs> okay, so how or what has helped you stay sane during this crazy time as a teacher and as a Oh, myself? goodness, wine. <laughs> Um, I think life in general has been calmer for me which is good Um, I think I miss like the busyness and the social interactions but my body is guess starting to understand what it's like to rest which is kind of nice Um, and so that has probably been the 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 really good thing that's come out of this craziness is just having time to relax. Um, I don't know that I am a person that typically schedules like time to like, I don't really take time for myself very often because I like to stay busy, but um, quarantine has kind of forced me to be, or to move at a little bit of a slower pace. Um, so I think my body is probably grateful for that. 
Amen. I think most people um their mm-hmm. body is thankful for that. We keep we keep piling our days with so much to do's that we right. forget to take a break and now corona hit and it's just it yeah. forced everybody yeah. to take yeah. a break. So I was going to ask you uh what most you miss about pre-covid times but as our conversations were going and also because I know you I already know you miss yeah. being busy and traveling and whatever so I will ask what's your first thing like I don't know if covid is going away or how it's going to go away but when we finally get the green light or some signs of that you know it is actually now safe Because it's still not safe out there mm-hmm. for just being people. <laughs> But when we finally get that feeling like, like it's safe to be out there, the world is going back to normal. Oh, man. I want to go to Japan. Japan is my number one right now. Um, Why Japan? The food. <laughs> I love the food. Um, I think my husband and I actually had a, a very quick layover in Japan when we... were going to China. What was that? Oh yes, when we were going to China. Um and I think even just from the layover, we just had such a great experience. Um just from, you know, the the layover itself. Like the hospitality was unmatched um over there. So, I think um my husband and I really want to go back and then we also just really like japanese food um that's kind of my number one food that i like to eat all the time um and so i think that i would just i would have a ball if i got to go to japan so that's my number one <laughs> yeah all right japan you already have uh, a late, uh, a visitor <laughs> waiting for y'all to open i can't wait <laughs> All right, so we are coming towards the end of this topic. Um, what advice do you have for parents um, who are still dealing with uh, virtual study, uh, virtual studying, also teachers, your fellow teachers out there who are still having a hard time dealing with virtual adva- uh, teaching? Well, um, well I mean, I know that parents are also dealing with a lot, especially. um if they have had a change of environment and are working from home also um my advice i think is just to check in and follow up with your kids especially the the older that they are um when they're a little bit more independent uh i've noticed with my kids especially in the in the last few months that the novelty of online learning has really worn off and my students are starting to find ways to distract themselves so they might you know have a tv on in the background or they're like checking their phones um and i like i said i don't blame them because i know that if i was working from home too i would also be super distracted you know um but i think <laughs> that parents don't necessarily know that that shift has has maybe started happening um because especially if kids are working from their room um you know nothing has changed much from the parents perspective like their kids are still in their room but i think that my kids especially i've noticed that they're just finding other ways to distract themselves and even though they're logged in on zoom they're only half paying attention um and they can get away with not being 100% focused also 
um, because it's not as obvious when you know I'm just looking at them through a little square on the computer. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Compared to being in a class where you can right. walk towards exactly. The um, and then also one a, another advice that a parent actually gave that I thought was was a pretty sound advice um, is that if your students are using Google Classroom, which I think a lot of schools are. Um, a great way to just kind of keep up with their work is by like, so if you're the parent, you can download the app on your phone and sign in to Google Classroom using your student's account. Um, and that I think has been very helpful as far as like seeing if they have any new assignments or any missing work. Um, that way, you know, like you're kind of as a parent, you have their their yeah, their logins and everything just kind of pulled up and, and it's easy easy for you to see what they have turned in and what they haven't. Um, and so that was pretty, you know, I think it's kind of obvious advice, but not everyone thinks about it. Um, so yeah, I think that that has been helpful. And I've shared that with a couple parents as well. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. And lastly, any self-care advice for those active people like you? <laughs> um... <laughs> I think the biggest thing that I want fellow teachers to know that it is okay for them to ask for help. Um, I think that first year teachers always know that it's good for them to, you know, ask and usually help is kind of willingly given to first year teachers because we all know that they're new. Um, but this is kind of essentially been a new year for all of us and a lot of teachers who have taught for many years um, feel like their first year teachers all over again, you know? So I'm having to do a lot of just of, of new kinds of learning and new kinds of work that, you know, for someone who has taught for 11 years, you know, I, I didn't expect to feel like I didn't really know what I was doing all over again. Um, so I guess the biggest thing is that I want first and second year teachers to know that it's okay for them to ask for help, but also veteran teachers. Um, that it's okay for them to reach out as well. Um, and then also, you know, for me, it's been really helpful for me because I've been able to go into the building, but setting that time where, you know, after four o'clock or, you know, as soon as I leave the school building, I am no longer answering emails. Um, and just, you know, separating that work life from that home life. And especially if you're working from home, like it's really important to kind of set those those hours um, because otherwise you're gonna, you're gonna get, you know, you're gonna feel overworked and, and stretched really thin. So that's kind of, I guess my, my biggest thing is like, you know, set those hours and, and don't be afraid to ask for help. for giving me this uh, moment of the time to come in here and share some yeah. good advice for some teachers and parents out there and just talking yeah. it out <laughs> some shit with me I appreciate absolutely. it absolutely <laughs> I'm happy to do it thank All you right. you too have a great night <laughs>